0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future of Radio. Future of Radio. Future of Radio. The future of radio is here. Funemploymentradio.com.
1: It's like I don't really want to be part of the club, but at the same time, I'm offended by the fact that I'm not. I'm clearly not invited into the club.
0: Well, you've been talking about them for years. You've wanted to be a part of this club yeah, for years. Yeah, but
1: no, it's really starting to bother me. I mean, the fact that they still, after all this time, all they do is glare at me like I've tried so many times to be nice. Greg, and you are,
0: you're missing a key ingredient to I'm be in kind the club, of an, though.
1: Well, yeah, I'm an old man at heart. <laughs> I mean, I think that's close enough. No, but this is the thing. This is what really brought it up. They've got a new member. And it's a younger guy. He looks about my age. He's Uh invited in. I am not. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler, here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. We are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internets, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. Oh, my goodness. Yes, indeed. So we've got a bunch of stuff we're going to be talking about today, including... Since the big game is coming up on Sunday, the Sarah. big
0: game, the Bolo Day Super
1: Bolo Day Super, we're going to be talking about that. But I think it's important we bring another element for people who may not necessarily be into sports. They may want to know about the science behind the Super Bowl. Okay, and I think I think perhaps a visit from Doctor Science would be a good idea. Doctor Science visits the Super Bowl. Yeah, do- well, Doctor Science Super Bowl facts.
0: Oh, okay. Yes. So scientific facts about the Super Bowl.
1: Scientific facts that people can okay. ask in the live chat. I think that's something that might might have to happen here uh, coming up on the well, show. Well, clearly
0: Greg, cuz Dr. Science knows everything
1: there is to know about Absolutely. the Super Bowl. Yes, indeed. The Bolo Day Super. I'm Bolo sorry. Bolo Day Super. Mm. Yes, let's not get sued here. Okay. So so that that'll be coming up and a bunch of other stuff. But this is this is the thing. So it happened yesterday. And this is why it's still like it still stings a little bit. It's still fresh? It's fresh. The wound is fresh. <laughs> so I live in a house in southeast Portland. I think I, most people who listen to the show know that. And I've lived there for quite a while. But over the last several years, I mean, and I'm talking several years, there are...
0: Like by several, do you mean like five?
1: No, I'd say longer than that. Like oh, okay. seven to eight.
0: Wow, that is that even, is even the dogs a lot are, of several.
1: even the dogs are getting old now. So there's these two old men that clearly live close to me they live in the neighborhood and cuz they they're not uh, they're not in the greatest shape but they they're always walk they go for a morning walk all right
0: so you know that it's not too far of a walk it's not
1: too far so of a walk so you're probably like
0: the middle point i've
1: seen these guys walking it's not too far i haven't okay. followed them home but it's close yet
0: you haven't followed them home yet yet
1: so these these two old guys <laughs> every morning at probably about 7:30 i'd say so it's usually 7:30 to 8 right in that range they they meet up at the same corner on the same street every morning, walking their dogs. One guy's got this old golden retriever. The other guy has an old little dog. He carries it. It doesn't. Look I've like seen it the
0: dog. Off. I know what kind of dog it is. It's a pomeranian.
1: Pomeranian. Okay. Mm-hmm, it's so, a big.
0: It's like a big fluff ball.
1: Yeah, it's a big fluff ball, and he carries it. And he's always got his, his stupid jean jacket on and his stupid cowboy hat. And they meet up on this corner. Every time, and it's right out in front of my house. So I've had complaints from roommates before because they're loud. They, I don't think they hear too well. And all they do is they get there and they bitch about stuff. I've over, I've overheard them. I listen in on their conversations. You're not assuming that
0: they're bitching about stuff. You've heard them bitch.
1: No, they bitch about their wives. (laughs) They bitch about their wives. So they're married. Uh, Yeah, they're married.
0: Okay, and they're over there complaining about their wives every morning. They're complaining
1: about their wives, and then they they could complain about somebody else. There's one guy in particular. So these two gentlemen, there's one guy with a beard, the one guy with a hat. The guy with the hat, always has something he's got to tell the other guy about and it's generally either complaining about his wife or he's complaining about some other guy that they know larry or whoever larry is like you won't believe what larry said told me yesterday wait this
0: is the guy with the beard the guy with the hat the guy with the hat so you are future guy with the hat is what you're uh, saying
1: no that's not what i'm implying but i'm saying this is the guy
0: you seem like you're going to become more and more curmudgeonly and be the guy that complains about well i'm the guy
1: with the hat then what nate would be the guy with the beard
0: yeah, probably because Nate's a little, uh, you know, he's a little more laid back than you are, and you yeah. would totally. Does the guy with the hat have the Pomeranian?
1: Yes. Yeah. See, and I would not be a Pomeranian kind of guy, though.
0: Um, yeah, but you're basically kind of a Pomeranian. Although, in life.
1: if I was stuck at this, the way this guy talks about his wife, yeah, maybe, maybe I would be stuck with that. So, uh, you know, and and they get up there and they complain and they talk loud, but they, it's their ritual. They do it every single morning. Like every morning.
0: Every morning, meet on the corner.
1: Yep. Weekdays, weekends, every morning, that's what they do. That's their thing. Even when it's raining out, they you still do, go there. You do, you're standing
0: meet. there in the hat holding the Pomeranian, the other guy with the beard with the golden retriever or whatever. Yep. And they mm-hmm. sit there and chit-chat.
1: Yep. And they mm-hmm. sit there and chit-chat and bitch about stuff. Okay. Now, I I frequently am leaving my house right when they're out there and meeting, and you know it's right out in front of my house, so obviously they know I live there. They know who I am. And Because I've either caught them walking there or they're on the corner. and You caught them? What are you, you're peeping out at the old men? No, I'm not peeping. I'll be in my driveway, like getting ready to leave, and they'll be walking by. And here's what I've been trying to do for years. I want to get in with these guys. I don't know why, but I feel like they know things. They know things about the neighborhood that I don't know. They know that they're unhappy with their wives and hate Larry? Well, no, they're walking around the neighborhood. I bet they see things. I bet they know a lot about stuff. They know secrets. That's what I'm, I'm kind of thinking they know. Because they're out there every morning walking around. They know. They, I bet they, they're busy by is about everyone so i want to i want to kind of get in with them i want to know what their secrets are but i go out there <clears throat> excuse me and i will um you know and i, I every time I'll, I'll smile i'll give them a nod do you give a wave I, i've given a wave before uh i've said morning before and every time here's what they do they turn around they look at me especially the guy with the hat he hates me the worst future you yeah he will turn around and he'll just glare at me and not, not like even if he's smiling, talking to his buddy, he'll turn around and look at me and he'll get the sour look on his face and he'll just stare at me.
0: Well, maybe they think you're rude for interrupting their conversation
1: by smiling. They're on my corner. They're on my street. And so I'll, I'll smile. Were you going to say they have to give you a tithing to work on, on your corner? I'm not saying they have to give me a tithing, but I'm saying they really don't like me for some reason. And I don't know what it is. I don't know why they dislike me so much, but they do not want they, they want nothing to do with me. And, the, and, and I was like, fine. So, the more they, so it's like a Morrissey song. The more they ignore you, the closer you get. Yes, there, there we go. Okay. So so these two old guys are there every morning. And finally, I was like, okay, well, maybe because I'm not an old guy, then maybe, you know, I'm not going to be part of the group. They're just not going to like me. Until yesterday. And here was the deal.
0: They invited you into your gr- into their group?
1: No, they've got a new buddy. They've oh. got a friend joining their group. So it was a younger guy. The guy was about my age, and yet he had a dog as well. Granted, I don't have a dog anymore, but I, I mean, I had a dog for years, and they still weren't were, didn't want anything to do with me or Butters. So this younger guy, though, he was part of the group. They were laughing and having a great time. <laughs> they were sitting there yucking it up and, 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 you know, gabbing away with each other. Maybe
0: it's one of their, like, sons or
1: something. He didn't look like a son. No, he looked like a neighbor. He looked kind of like me. He had a stocking cap on, kind of scruffy, but he clearly lives in the neighborhood somehow. And these guys, these guys were hanging out together. They they were welcoming him into the group. He was. It was clearly a mutual thing where now they've got this new pal they're hanging out with. <laughs> they still don't want to hang out with me, though. And this is the problem.
0: Well, Greg, I think what you first need to do is in order to get into the group, you clearly have to have a dog. So you need to get the dog.
1: Well, I can borrow the roommate's dog for that. You said, I, so you're going to
0: borrow, so you're going to take your roommate's dog and pretend it's yours. Then go stand on the corner and wait for them to come up and then ask. If I you're could gonna ambush their, them.
1: That's really weird. I know where they go. I mean, I know the corner. I could just stand out there all morning with the dog. And stand on that corner.
0: That's really pathetic. Then
1: it either force them to go somewhere else or they'd have to let me into the group. So that's that's what I would say. Huh.
0: Now, are these like older, Like, are they like gentlemen? Are they older meth heads? Or are they just like- No, they're not meth heads. They're, they're just They're old. gentlemen.
1: Yeah, they're, they're older gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, the guy wears the same outfit every day. Blue jeans with his blue jean, like vest jacket.
0: Oh, he wears a denim tuxedo or a Canadian tuxedo?
1: Kind of, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All yep. right. And then he's got his little black, like, cowboy ish hat. Maybe more like a fisherman's hat that he wears. Sure. And he's got his glasses and then his little dog in his arm.
0: Why do you want to hang out with them?
1: Because I feel like they know things. Okay. Like, here's the thing like, I'm do you think in the they neighborhood. They offer you a certain amount of protection or something? No, I don't need protection, but I want to know what they know. I, I feel like they're involved in something. Like, they know about the neighborhood. And, and regardless, it's just the point that it's a club on my corner that I don't get to be part of.
0: It's being speculated, Greg, that um, by being, she says, maybe Greg, you're like Benjamin Button, where you appear younger even though you're actually really, really old.
1: <laughs> huh? Yes, Benjamin Button. I used to know some quotes from that. All right, so yeah, maybe, maybe I am. Maybe wow. I am like Benjamin Button. So, so th- the <laughs> thing is, though, this is what this is what's going on, and the fact that they invited a younger guy in there means there's it's something about me. It's yes, something about it me personally. It is something about you.
0: They don't like what you. What is it
1: about me personally, though? Because it's it's clearly not an age thing. Then at this point,
0: uh, Mr. Jenkies uh, Of course, this is in the chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live. Uh, Mr. Jenkins says uh, you should ask them if they want to read your National Geographic, or perhaps come over and hang out for sixty minutes on a Sunday.
1: Well, I do like sixty minutes. I know you do. Me and the roommates have taken to watching Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune.
0: I have been there before when you guys all play it.
1: Yeah, you got to stop what you're doing when Jeopardy's mm-hmm. on. Yeah, that's that's true. That is that does happen. Well, I am getting older. Uh, I you can mean, offer I them
0: snacks
1: I'm not going to bring them out snacks You they... can give, bring them like a donut or something well, Like, I Oh want... hi
0: guys, I, I noticed you standing out here and I just wanted to introduce myself My name's Greg, I live across the way I uh, just wanted to bring you guys some donuts in case you were hungry That would seems love to be part of your though. group someday You sound desperate, you're talking But I don't it. want
1: them to know I'm desperate I want them to be like, wow, we need that guy to be part of our crew We really need this guy to be over here So we can tell him about all the secrets we know about the neighborhood You know, and that's, that's what I want I want them to invite me in And I've tried to be, like, the nice smile guy, but it doesn't work.
0: Well, how are they supposed to invite you in if you're just walking out of your house and smiling? They're not going to be like, hey, come over here. But I'm there every
1: day. I mean, I live at the house, and they're there every day. You just
0: need to start taking Lily, you know, your roommate's dog, for a walk around that same time and then kind of walk down that sidewalk and pass them and be like, oh, hi, how are you?
1: Of note in the chat, okay, Mr. Jenky is bringing up one quick side point here. Who watches both Jeopardy and Wheel Pick a Sideman? True, I don't really like Wheel of Fortune. I'm not that into it. I have to watch it when I go to my parents' house because my mom loves Wheel of Fortune. I'm a Jeopardy man. It's it's clear. I am a Jeopardy man if I had to pick. Sarah, okay, if you had to pick, there's two different t- kinds of people in the world. Jeopardy people, Wheel of Fortune people. You can like one... But you, you can watch one and, and be a Jeopardy person and still watch Wheel of Fortune tolerate it. But you have you are one or the other.
0: Okay, I would rather watch Jeopardy, just but I like rather
1: just like in uh, Pulp Fiction, there's Elvis people and Beatles people. Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune? Which one? Which kind of person are you?
0: Okay, are you talking about like which one? I think I'd be better at.
1: No, you're which a Jeopardy pre- person. Okay, like that's your. Well, show. I'm saying
0: I would I would prefer to watch Jeopardy. However, um, not being that bright, I would prefer to be on Wheel of Fortune if I had my chance. Wheel to of Fortune is your show. Yeah, because I'm really good at guessing the
1: the phrases. Well, I mean, I think you still have to be bright to win Wheel of Fortune. Although some people sometimes people get lucky just because other ones mess up and it falls right in their lap. Um, okay, yeah, yeah I I, 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 you seem I like enjoy
0: a, watching Jeopardy. I, you, I would never be able to play Jeopardy. I, but if I had to pick between, like Wheel of Fortune, is just kind of boring. I don't really find it that appealing. But if I could be on one of them, mm-hmm. I would definitely want to be on Wheel of Fortune. Okay. I think I would have a better shot.
1: All right. Well, mm-hmm. yeah See I'm a Jeopardy person. That's that's who I oh, am. Oh, well,
0: that's just who you are. What are you next? You're gonna you have like your little raised like, haughty eyebrows. Next year you're gonna be like, and I only listen to NPR. I'm a Jeopardy
1: man. Yeah. I'm a Jeopardy. <laughs> I
0: watch Jeopardy. I listen to NPR. Really love it on the weekends. You know, feel like I get my full education.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I'm I'm a Jeopardy guy, so that's mm-hmm. who I am. Uh, so all right. So so anyway, there's there's that.
0: I never really watched a lot of game shows growing up. Really? Yeah, my parents, like, they didn't watch them, and so... Not in the
1: game show kind of thing?
0: We'd watch Jeopardy from time to time, but that would be, like, the only thing.
1: Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune. We watched mm-hmm. both of those growing up. Those, Our family the-
0: programming included, but was not limited to uh, Star Trek, The Next Generation.
1: Yeah, that was included. Uh, we
0: watched Life Goes On. Yep. The Wonder Years. Yes. Um. Yeah, and those are pretty much... And then uh, The Simpsons. When it first started.
1: We did not watch The Simpsons.
0: My dad was actually... We didn't
1: get Fox, so we, we couldn't... It was really hard to tune the antenna to get Fox. The signal wasn't very strong okay. where I grew up.
0: <laughs> I, rem- I remember The Simpsons started when I was in Catholic school in Seattle, and nobody else's parents would let them watch it, but my dad loved The Simpsons, and so he would let my sister and I watch it.
1: Yeah, see... If, it if, was really edgy. It was edgy at the time. Mm-hmm. No, we would watch In Living Color, which actually was also on Fox, so I guess... I don't know how we got that. And Living Color was... Pretty edgy, actually, back in the day. But that was family programming. We would watch that. Okay. Um. Yeah. Maybe they just didn't like The Simpsons. Maybe that was part of it. Anyway. Back. Back to the main point.
0: Um, I'm sorry. I didn't the main point to here. From that. Yeah.
1: Is that I'm not included in this club, and I want to be in. I don't know why. I probably won't even like it. But I want to be invited into the circle. Okay. So what do I have to do?
0: Uh, first you have to get a dog. Second, you have to bring some coffee.
1: Like I said, I can borrow the. All right. So, all right. That's so you, fine. All right. So
0: that's taken care of. So scratch that off the list. Of. Ticked off. All right. Yep. Um. You've got the dog. Yep. I think you need to bribe them because clearly the waving and the smiling isn't working. So I'm saying there's some sort of
1: food bribe. Now, that's kind of creepy, though. When a dude comes up, uh, bribe him with that.
0: Well, then what you need to do is time it like any good stalker would. You need to take Lily for a walk. What you need to do is see when they're out there. You see them meeting. Take Lily for a walk, but like go out the back and like go around so they can't see you and then end up walking by them on that side of the sidewalk. And it's like, oh, hey, good morning. Let Lily like sniff one of them. And then be like, uh, oh, what are you guys? Uh, what are you? What,
1: what are you guys scheming about? What do you know? up to today? What do you know? What do you know in the neighborhood? No. What are your secrets? What are you guys all about? Maybe they're like. Maybe there is some more more to it than that. Maybe See, they're like. Then, maybe they're like. Um, you know, mafia bosses who are undercover now or in witness protection, and they know secrets about. Yes, things. wearing
0: fishing hats, carrying around pomeranians. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that guy looks it pretty could be mean. eccentric.
1: He could look pretty mean sometimes. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: Well, see, that's a good thing, too, because if maybe you start your day by
1: walking yeah. the dog. Yeah, see, Jenki, even the chat says bring them food that reeks of desperation. It does. It does reek of desperation. <laughs> I'm not going to be the guy walking up there. Here goes, you want some donuts? <laughs> you like cookies? You want a cookie? I'll make you some eggs. Don't on say
0: in. cookies. Ooh, or eggs. Those are the weirdest things you could offer them.
1: I'm going to make you some, just made some fresh eggs.
0: Can I give you a Jolly Rancher? You want a Jolly Rancher?
1: No, they like hard candy. They're old.
0: Well, see, this would go perfectly keeps, with our... Keeps you busy. You know, with trying to get more fit. Like, starting the day with a nice, brisk dog walk
1: could be a good thing. Yeah, they're not really into the fitness side that much. At all. I mean, maybe you know they go for a walk. We've been trying to,
0: like, come up with ways
1: to exercise so that we can do whatever we were going to call it. What is it?
0: Operation Hot Spring?
1: Oh, well, no. Actually, we're trying to come up with a name. I will say this. So Sarah and I are getting in shape because we're going to be running a 15K in uh, in March, and then we're doing Hood to Coast later this year. So we've got to get in shape. We've got to work out. Um, and we're trying to come up with, with a name for it because we had Operation Hot Summer last year. I will say this. This, this just came through on Twitter, at Fun Imp Radio, mm-hmm. so I can get a hold of us on there, uh, from Ian, who wrote, Winter Workout Regimen Thinter. <gasps> That's thinter. good.
0: Can it be? I like. I really like
1: operation in front of it, though. Can we do operation thinter? Operation thinter. That's pretty good I so kinda far. I kind
0: of like that.
1: That's pretty good so far. All right. That can go along with that.
0: I think I can go along with that too.
1: Mm-hmm. All right.
0: Operation thinter. Maybe yeah. other people can play along with us if they'd like.
1: Okay. All right. I, I'm so far. I'm, I'm a. I'm a hesitant yes.
0: You're a hesitant yes.
1: I'm putting that in the uh, positively maybe file.
0: Okay. Yes. We'll That's that clever. Around. Operation Thinter.
1: Thinter. It is pretty good. It is pretty good. So that came through from uh, from Ian on Twitter. Okay. Uh, back to back to the club, though. This is the important thing. So, Oh, I, my gosh. I really, I'm so sorry, Greg. I really do want to figure out how to get in, and I think bringing them food would not be good.
0: Then I don't know what else to tell you. Right. I don't know how you're supposed to woo old men.
1: Do I surprise them? Do what? I just confront them? i will
0: probably give them a heart attack. What
1: if I just confront them?
0: What be aggressive, yeah, I'm sure they'd want to be your buddies okay. uh, what are
1: you guys up to out here? You're here every morning. I see what you guys are up to. What are you doing?
0: Maybe they'd appreciate your busybodyness
1: because I think they maybe that's it. Maybe I need to be a busybody mm-hmm. right back,
0: like hey, I'm a little concerned about the way this neighborhood's going. uh I see you meet here every day. What are you up to?
1: yeah. Just like, just like, really in their face.
0: Yeah, just get in their face, uh-huh. shove them a couple times. Yeah, I wonder if I can mm. borrow
1: somebody's dog. who's like a, an aggressive dog or something like that. Too. No, that's
0: a, that's a really good idea.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I know anybody with an aggressive dog, but don't eh, do that, Greg. Okay, I won't do that. So maybe, I, maybe since they're not letting me in, maybe I, I become the confrontation, and then that'll spark it, and then eventually we become buddies, and then I know their secrets. That could be the good way to go about it.
0: I don't know what secrets you think these two old men who meet on the corner in front of your house are like holding, a, you know, that you just need to
1: know. They know something. Maybe they know something about my house that I don't know. Maybe that's why they're glaring at it. Like, oh, he lives in that house. You remember who lived there? What goes on? Like, Maybe they know something I don't. Well,
0: because your house was abandoned for a while. Maybe some seedy yeah. stuff happened in it. It was
1: apparently abandoned, yeah, at some point in the mid-90s. There was nobody living there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. The abandoned
0: party house
1: well I, I really want to figure out I really want to figure out what it is that's going on so that's that's my goal If you can figure out how I can get in with this thing, I probably don't even want to be part of the club. I think this just harkens back to when I was a kid when you know because I lived out in the country, so I didn't get to really like get, join any like I, I didn't get to be a part of too many clubs and stuff mm-hmm. you know we'd have to drive in to go do that sure like I did karate Into the big city yeah, I did karate and that kind of stuff but uh, but yeah, there was all kinds of like groups that kids in in town. The townies, you know, they all got to do it because it was easy. They could just walk to each other's houses. I didn't have that opportunity. So I think now I always want to be a part of the club, even if I don't really want to be part of the club. That's
0: I want to be invited strange. in,
1: and then I'll, then I'll deny them. So I could infiltrate it, and then I'll be like, I'm out of this.
0: Wait, so you want to be a part of the club just so you can tell them you don't want to be a part of the club? I don't That's know. a dick move? I don't know
1: what I want. I, like, I want to join. I want to know what the secrets are, but then if it's not that exciting, then I might leave it. Hmm. All right. Well, anyway, it's, sorry, it's driving me crazy. I know. It's driving it really me crazy like it is. for years. It's the fact that they have a younger guy in there now. It's just thrown my world upside down. I, I just I became complacent with the fact that maybe it was just because.
0: Maybe it's just you. Sometimes you, know, you have to, like, you know, come to terms with the fact that some people just won't
1: like you. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Lucas in the chat said Greg could put really pungent food in his pockets. Then when he walks by, all the dogs will come over and he can say, gee, guys, your dogs really like me. Maybe we can be friends. That's not a bad idea.
0: Not why, only will you reek all... of desperation, you will reek of stinky, pungent food, like and they'll be able to smell you.
1: I'll reek of bacon or something. Oh my god!
0: And how sad would it be? And they'll be like, uh, "Why do you smell like bacon? Are your pockets full of bacon?" Yeah. No, you'd just
1: look weird. Really? Yeah. Or just like bringing really? bacon out of my pockets. Really. Mm. All um, right.
0: Well, back to Operation Thinter really quick. Uh, so, Bloodvix in the chat. We were talking yesterday about um, how we were, we were going running. Yeah. Remember I was going to try and give a high five to someone. Yes. I tried to high five a girl yesterday. When I was running. Yeah. She didn't have any of it. Really? I got rejected. She was one of those like super tiny, like 80 pound girls, you know, who like actually looks good in like her little spandex outfit, but she was the only person that crossed my path.
1: Okay. So you were running opposite ways.
0: We were running opposite ways. Same side of the street same side of the you street didn't, like the run s-
1: over the cross the street no to i didn't her. run
0: at her we were like passing each other you weren't other. charging her were you? i was not charging her okay and so i stuck out my hand i was just like like as i'm running i was like yeah and then i stuck it out and she's kind of looked at me and she had like one of those big swingy ponytails oh yeah like what
1: no i'm just saying yeah okay i understand what you're saying uh,
0: how can you make a ponytail sound creepy no, she had like one of those big, like, yeah, big you know, like, swishy. I've never dyed my hair, swishy ponytail. It's like, my hair is as healthy as can be. And she was all running and super tiny. I'm like, all right, this is the only person I've seen. I'm totally going to do it. Yeah. So I stuck up my hand. She just kind of looked at me and just kept running. Really? I got rejected.
1: Yep. Didn't she looked at you, saw the high five and mm-hmm. said, nope, not having a part of it. Yep. Well, see, now you kind of understand how I feel about the old men.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm being denied. I felt a little rejected. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: true. I'm like, I was just trying to make your day better. Like I should, I, I look like you probably before you started being a super, you know, anorexic thin runner. You should be like, com, like commending me mm-hmm. for getting out there for working out.
1: Right? Nope, not on her watch. Nope. All right. Well, I'm sorry about that. No. I'll try it today. I'm going to go go running. I think after the show, I will I will attempt to get okay. a high five. Good for Operation Thinter? Yes. <laughs> I get it's got to grow on me. Operation Thinter. I do like it so far, and I don't have a better suggestion, so I can't really.
0: Well, exactly. You can't complain about it unless you have something better to yes. replace it with.
1: Operation No Winter Soldier. No, that doesn't work. Uh, hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't you really really doing have
0: a Captain America. Yeah, I was
1: thinking if I could spin Winter Soldier into something, but I, I don't know what to do with that. I'm sorry. I have nothing. I have nothing to offer. You in seem a little
0: flummoxed. Counterpoint.
1: Over there. Well, I was trying to come up with something better than Thinter, but and there's nothing better difficult. than Thinter. It's difficult.
0: I, I would imagine.
1: All right. Winter of Thinter it says Edward in the live chat.
0: Winter of Thinter. Yeah. Then it sounds like Thinter is a person. The Winter of Thinter. I am Thinter. I am Finta no. <sighs> now, no I don't think the girl was like trying to be rude I think that maybe I confused her So like if someone's running at you and you kind of stick their hand well, it up It looks like you're think, trying to hit her It didn't look like I was trying to hit her
1: Like you're trying to shove her over
0: I probably could have, she was very tiny
1: Yeah, well maybe that's happened to her before
0: Nobody's gonna shove somebody over, that would just be mean. I don't know. Alright, here we go. Hello, my friends! It's Friday! My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy! Crazy! Ha <laughs> Carrie said that our tagline could be Finter is coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First up, I didn't believe this when I first saw it, but it is actually the truth. Uh, this is some celebrity news, okay? If you will. All right. Now, this is somebody that I thought would always get away with everything and never actually get in trouble. This is a rumored person who has been who's been troublesome for years, starting with uh, perhaps a rumored situation that he was in with Vanilla Ice many many years ago. Okay. I'm talking about Suge Knight. Oh, Suge Knight. Well, he Su- went to
1: jail for a long time. Oh, did he? Oh yeah, yeah. Suge Knight went to jail for. A number of years. Did he go to jail for murder? I I think it was attempted murder. Oh,
0: well, he succeeded this time. Suge oh. Knight has been arrested and formally charged with murder, and his bail has been set for two million dollars. Wait for real? For real. Suge Knight actually has been formally arrested on murder charges. So this happened yesterday after Suge Knight reportedly got into a fight, not reportedly since he killed the guy, um, got into a fight on the set of a new uh, film project that he's working on in Compton. And he ended up getting into his car and running over a guy, then backing up and rerunning over him again, killing this guy who was his friend. So, uh, multiple witnesses uh, say that a commercial shoot for the movie, which is involving Ice Cube and Dr. Dre, was going down when Suge uh, Knight pulled up in his
1: car. Wait, S- is it for the new the N.W.A. movie? It's for the N.W.A. movie. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh So, security told Suge Knight to leave, and that's when the trouble began. So, a fight broke out between Suge and the two men. Suge got back in his car, took to the wheel, and threw the vehicle in reverse... Running over one of the men who was one of his wow. friends, uh, a man named, uh, let's see, what's his name? His, his name is Terry Carter, who was one of, uh, apparently, one of
1: Suge Knight's friends that he ran over. He Suge Knight seems like a kind of guy you don't want to be friends with.
0: No. No, no, you no. You don't want
1: to be friends with that guy. That's not
0: a keep your friends close, enemies closer. That's like, you keep, keep you that stay a stranger. Away from him. Keep yeah. that a stranger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's unclear at this point if the victim was connected to the movie. A, a source says that uh, production had already wrapped. When the fight uh, happened, uh, Ice Cube and Dr. Dre were not on the set. Um, So sources say uh, Suge Knight was scared because he was in frail health in addition to... I forgot he was shot last summer. Yeah. Uh, So the victim is Terry Carter. He died at the scene. So um, (laughs) he actually fled the scene. They were able to... They finally ended up catching up with him. So, So this happened yesterday. He turned himself in a few hours later and he was formally charged... Uh, yesterday evening.
1: Wow, you know, because he was in jail here in Oregon. He went to federal penitentiary when he went to a federal jail and uh, federal prison. There we go, finally got it right. Uh, here in Oregon, Sheridan, the one just outside of Portland.
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah. I've been by there. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's where he was. Huh? That's where he was. Uh, and he w- he went there. Um, uh, I'll have to I'll have to look it up exactly what it was. Some something nefarious.
0: Yeah, and he was the one. I More was right. Read-
1: oh, he was serving a nine. He served just half of a nine year term. For violating probation on assault charges from a fight at a Las Vegas hotel in September of 1996. Wow. And it was hours after that fight that uh, Tupac died.
0: Okay. Yep. Because he's always been, like, not, not formally associated, but slightly associated with that whole situation, yes? He
1: brought Tupac on the death row records... Yeah, it was that whole thing. It was a whole East-West battle thing.
0: Did I ever tell you the weirdest thing that ever happened at my school when I was living on Whidbey Island uh, at a football game when Tupac was murdered? They actually stopped. I- I've never seen anything since this or ever since then, but they actually stopped the football game that was going on, our high school football game, to really? announce that Tupac had been killed.
1: That's weird. It was
0: the weirdest thing. I vividly remember it. Huh. Yeah, they, they stopped the game to announce, like, I... I guess he was just that famous. I don't know.
1: Like I mean, being yeah. A small I mean, town. He was quite famous, but that mm-hmm. seems odd. Huh. All yeah, right. it was very strange. Yeah, that is odd.
0: Uh, so anyway, it said that his bail had been set at $2 million. Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't check the update to see if he'd been released. I'm sure he was probably able to post the $2 million. Next up. In Tuscaloosa, a distracted driver was responsible for a miles-long traffic jam, but it wasn't for looking at his cell phone. It was, in fact, for... Trying to pull out his own tooth while he was driving. Okay. (laughs) Pretty genius guy. Uh, The accident, which happened, uh, let's see, earlier this week, was caused when a self-employed tractor-trailer driver took his hands off of the wheel, attempting to pull a loose tooth from his mouth with both of his hands.
1: Okay. Okay. That, I'm, I'm, well, I'm, I'm waiting for more information here for for what.
0: Well, that's what he was trying to do. That's he took it. Both of and yeah. So the driver said he lost control of the tractor trailer when he was pulling his tooth out with both of his hands. Why was he trying to pull the tooth out? Uh, he's, it was a loose tooth, and he needed to do it right that second. Yeah. Uh, so when the police were when they um, talked to him about it, he said he lost control, and uh, he did in fact have the tooth as proof in his shirt pocket. So the truck had left the roadway when he was busy pulling his tooth with both of the hands, uh, traveled down the slope leading into a ditch, then jackknifed into nearby trees. So nobody was hurt, but uh, the effort to recover the truck caused road crews to set up a detour and completely divert traffic, causing hours and hours of delays. So if you Damn. want to pull your tooth out, you probably shouldn't do it while you're driving.
1: I mean, we did that when I was a kid because I tied, the, uh, I tied a string around my brother's loose tooth and then slammed it in the door. I
0: remember you saying that. That's awful.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I tied, tied one into the doorknob, keeping the door open. And then tied one into his tooth, and then I slammed the door to get it out, and we never found the tooth. That's gross. Yeah, I got in a bit, little bit of trouble for that one.
0: Didn't I remember you saying the story? Didn't you pay
1: him or something? No, I didn't pay him. No, I just got I got in a lot of trouble.
0: I'd be afraid to do that with all that pressure that it might like yank something else out. Like, oh, well, I, I don't I was,
1: know. I, I mean, he was. I don't know when your teeth start going out. He was probably seven. I was nine. Something like that. Hmm.
0: Well, at least, yeah, it's bringing, being brought up in the chat and it's a valid point. Those are baby teeth. Oh, yeah. Not adult teeth. This guy's just wiggling around in an adult tooth and pulling it out. Ew!
1: Yeah. He still should have tied it to a door handle. All right. Brush your teeth. <laughs> that does actually work.
0: Uh, attention, Greg Nibbler. I found a story about your alma mater. Really? Dateline, Corvallis, Oregon. Yes. Oregon State University. Oregon State University making the news. A 19 year old Oregon State University student was arrested on allegations this past week of filming a solo porn film in the school's library.
1: (laughs) In the library? In
0: the library. A lady, a 19 year old Oregon State University student, was arrested on allegations of filming a solo porn film. In the school's library. Really? Yes. Uh, Oregon State Police say that Kendra Jane Sunderland, uh, originally of Corvallis, was arrested and charged with public indecency in connection with a solo act that she had filmed on OSU's campus. Uh, the video, which was uplad- uh, uploaded to adult website Pornhub, was allegedly filmed on the sixth floor of the school's Valley Library. Do you know where the Valley Library yes, is? Yes, I do know where the library is. Right, it was is. on the sixth floor of that So she was able to do this for 20 minutes. This was a 20-minute video that uh, Miss Kendra Jane Sunderland uploaded to Pornhub.
1: Kendra Jane Sunderland? Kendra Jane Sunderland.
0: Don't look for her now. You keep listening. Because you're going to fall down the Pornhub hole. (laughs) Uh, The nearly 20-minute video featured uh, Sunderland exposing herself and performing sex acts. Uh, Students occasionally passed by Sunderland in the background of the video, but nobody stopped her. Huh, I don't know what she was doing on the computer. Yeah, but well, it was just her? It was just her. It was an individual, individual sex act. Wow. Uh, so officials say that Sunderland is currently not a student but was enrolled uh, to, begin school, to begin studies at OSU. Uh, the university learned of the video after somebody alerted them to it and contacted the police. Uh, OSU... The vice president of the university, Steve Clark, says the university does not condone such behavior. <laughs> this type of behavior does not represent the values of this university, and it definitely doesn't represent the values of more than 30,000 students and 5,000 employees that make up Oregon State University. Uh, if so charged. What's gonna,
1: yeah, what can really happen with her, though?
0: If charged, Sunderland could face up to a year in jail. And, six, and a $6,250 fine if she's convicted on the misdemeanor charge. Really?
1: A year in jail for that? Yeah, for public
0: indecency. Well, I mean, imagine all the PR now that's attached yeah. to OSU. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: About the girl doing doing all that doing stuff whatever. In, the, in the library.
1: Yeah. Wow, I see nothing like that happened when I was in the library. Maybe it did and I didn't know. Did you go to the sixth floor very often? I mean, my—I I don't know.
0: I remember at WSU, I went there to were, a
1: library, but
0: yeah, the library was huge, but there were always like floors that people didn't go to. I,
1: honestly, I tried not to go to that library that much. I didn't like it. I would check stuff out and leave. I didn't like hanging out in the library too much. What was wrong with the library? I don't know. I just didn't—I uh, just didn't like it. And I like you, libraries. I I'm a library say, you person. Do you not like libraries? No, in I general? really do. No, I, I like libraries. I think it was just I. I would get annoyed because I'd be working on stuff and then other people would bother me. So I didn't like being around them. Okay. Yeah. That was yes, my story. There was really no story to that uh, that. was a that. real
0: good story. Yeah. That was, was, if you would have been there more, maybe you could have been in the background. Maybe of I could. Now I'm realizing I'm, I
1: messed video. up. I messed up. You sure did. Mm-hmm.
0: Then again, when you were in school, I don't think Pornhub actually existed. Probably not. Okay. No. And finally, I do have... Greg, I know that you have Ball Talk coming up. But of course, you have the Science of Super Bowl that's going to be... Or the Bolo de Super that's going to be coming up. But I need to alert you to something just as if not more exciting that is happening this weekend okay greg nibbler now i know that you're excited about what you're calling the big game on sunday yes i'm excited for my big game because sunday it's time for the puppy bowl oh yes God. the puppy ball is back this year's puppy bowl which of course is broadcast ahead of the big game on Animal Planet will feature a whole different. They, they like to mix it up from time to time. So, of course, they have different animals who will fill in, be like the cheerleaders, be the spokespeople. Of course, the ref is always the same. But, like, Didn't last they had like
1: hamster refs. They or had
0: something? hamsters in, in, um, in blimps last year. Okay. They had blimp hamsters, and they were flying around and they were, you know, commentating on the thing. They had all different kinds of cheerleaders and stuff. This year, however, this year's Puppy Bowl, it has been announced that the cheerleaders are going to be five baby Nigerian dwarf goats. <laughs> Little Nigerian dwarf goats dressed as cheerleaders will be cheering on the Puppy Bowl this year.
1: Wow. Now, I
0: know that you're asking, I know you have the question, so I'm just going to tell you the names of the baby goats. So the uh, the baby Nigerian dwarf goats are uh, Charlie, Murphy, Speckles. Charlie Murphy? Sammy and Cookie. <laughs> yes, uh, so... As an alternate to the Bolo de Super, so if like, you know, if you're with a bunch of people and you're like, hey, I like watching this game, but I would prefer to be watching it with more adorable puppies. Yes. The Puppy Bowl features uh, two teams of puppies of different breeds that will compete against each other, and they play in their own little teeny tiny stadium, which is the cutest thing. Also, a feature of the Puppy Bowl this year, Greg... Uh, is the Kitty Halftime Show. Uh, there's also, There are kittens playing. Also, Now,
1: wasn't there a kitten bowl last year? That
0: one doesn't even count. There's a desperate attempt to make a kitten bowl. Kittens are in no way comparable to puppies. Okay. They only deserve a halftime show. Okay. Just like, do you want to see Katy Perry play football the entire game? No, you want to see Carrie, Katy Perry looking all cute at the halftime show for a, I do a small see amount that. of time. There you go. You're I don't want to hear it, her. but I want to see it. Exactly. So I just want to see the kittens during the halftime show. So it's going to be kittens playing... There's also, not this year, not hamsters, there's a cockatoo named Meep. Last year it was a parrot. Meep, I, I can't remember. Uh, there's going to be a, a cockatoo named Meep who's going to be tweeting moments from the game. So all of the puppies and the animals that are there are actually available for adoption. However, I do need to kind of let you know something not so magical about this process. Okay. Which is kind of interesting. Do you know Greg that they actually film the puppy bowl in October?
1: What? It's already been filmed. It takes
0: over 3 days to film all of these puppies oh. and get everything in order. So all of it has already been filmed. So what they say is a lot of the puppies are actually available for adoption. However, since they've, you know, since they are puppies and they have been available for 3 months, a lot of the puppies have since found their forever homes, but they they're, they'll be showing a website where you can go and adopt other animals who start. Okay,
1: alright. Well that's 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 cool. I give it that. But at the same time, eh.
0: Yeah, So the puppy bowl will be broadcast on Animal Planet at three PM on Sunday, February first, which means it starts at twelve PM Pacific Standard Time. So you can watch it right when it starts airing so you don't get to miss any of the right, any of the action. Okay. And the hot super puppy excited action? don't ever say that again. Okay. Puppy Bowl That's your world of crazy <laughs> I'm so excited
1: Yes, I know you are
0: I know, I, I just watched the puppy bowl with the children
1: <laughs> Well, that does kind of make sense mm-hmm. That's where you'd be
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it does make sense Well, it's can
1: I fun. talk about the uh, about the rest of it, the important stuff, the important parts of the game? I already mentioned the kitten halftime show Well, there's other things that are a little bit more important that I feel like I should be bringing up the Meep the tweeting cockatoo Alright, I'm Greg Nibbler Let's talk balls. Balls. All right, Sarah. I just have a brief thing. So I have a couple of things that I'm going to talk about associated with the Bolo Day Super. Then also, I've got a challenge for you. It's going to be at the end of this segment. All right. You're going to have a little bit of a challenge. But all right, first up. You know, I'm of course, not
0: making any predictions. Don't you dare put that on me.
1: Not predictions. Okay. You're just going to have to choose a winner. All right, <laughs> so. Nope. Of course, Super Bowl happening here on uh, or, or on Sunday in Arizona That's where it's going to be taking place. Seattle Seahawks versus the New England Patriots. A couple of things for people who are not big football fans of things you will want to know. So if you go to a Super Bowl party and you can at least, you know, understand what people are talking oh, about.
0: Oh, you're giving Super Bowl talking points. Just
1: some brief ones. Just some basics for you to know. So if you don't follow football, but you don't want to seem like a, you know, you, know, you want to be able to at least understand what people are talking about. Seattle Seahawks won the National Football Conference. So there's two different conferences in the NFL. There's the NFC and the AFC. National Football Conference, American Football Conference. So these two are the two different conferences, and it's the winner of each conference that plays for the Super Bowl. Seahawks won the NFC. Patriots won the AFC. Does this make sense so far? That makes
0: complete sense to me. Okay.
1: There are four star names that you should well really five I'll give you five star names you should know Russell Wilson the quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks he's a third year quarterback won the Super Bowl in his second year kind of a pretty good feel-good story he is you will want to know his name okay Russell Wilson quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks and if you're watching the NFC game
0: he was the one that cried a lot at the end
1: he cried a lot at the end Mm -hmm. yes very emotional guy Pretty cool. Also, somebody had one. to... And he seems a, like
0: a very, very good I, dude.
1: He is a... Yeah, he's a pretty good dude. He, once a week, um, like every week, he goes to the Children's Hospital in Seattle, and that's that's his thing. He goes there and hangs out with the, with the sick kids. Pretty good guy. On the Patriots' side, their quarterback, Tom Brady. You probably have heard the name Tom Brady at some point in your life, whether you want to admit it or not.
0: Or this past week.
1: Or this past <laughs> week. But I mean, even if you don't follow anything with football, Tom Brady... Tom Brady kind of extends past football. He's hosted Saturday Night Live before. He's uh, he's a very big uh, star. His wife is Giselle Bunchen, that super hot model. She's super model, Giselle super Bunchen. Bunchen. Super model Giselle Bunchen. Tom Brady, quarterback of the Patriots. Marshawn Lynch. So this is the third name you need to know. Marshawn Lynch is the running back for the Seattle Seahawks. He goes by the name. His, his nickname is Beast Mode. He's also the guy this last week who refuses to answer questions. At um, you know, at at uh, at all kinds of the different press conferences and stuff like that. So and he, he
0: was the one that said the find thing, like everyone who's like.
1: He did, yeah, that was him. I'm, of course, my computer's freezing just a little bit. I'm trying to pull something up. We'll come back to Marshawn Lynch here in just a second. One other person you need to know, Rob Gronkowski. The
0: Gronkinator. The
1: Gronkinator, Rob Gronkowski. A
0: Gronking to remember. Yes,
1: Rob Gronkowski <laughs> is the tight end for the New England Patriots. And he's going to be featured a lot in game. A big big factor of this game is whether Seattle can stop him. He's 6 foot 6, but he can run like run like the wind. You
0: can put Gronk in front of anything and it's funny. The Gronk stuff. The Gronk is here so
1: I won't get fined. There it is. A big thank you to Andy from uh who, who sent me this on Facebook. Awesome. This is a Marshawn Lynch soundboard. Oh yeah, this spot high. I'm just about that action, boss. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Just here so I won't get fined. Hey, I'm just here so I won't get fined. I'm just here so I won't get fined. That's Marshawn Lynch. It's Rob Gronkowski, you need to know who he is. And then finally, the other one you need to know is Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman, he plays on the defense for Seattle. He will be featured a lot. He's the guy who talks a lot, says a lot of things, yells a lot of things. Very smart guy. Knows exactly what he's doing. Very, very handsome. There you go. Those are the five people you should know. At least know those. Very talented. If you know those five people. Yes, I know you you feel Richard Sherman's very talented.
0: Richard Sherman is dreamy. He's...
1: What? Hey, I'm just here so I won't get fired. Beast mode. No juice. I'm just about that action, boss. Okay. There we go. I'm just so Wednesday
0: happy no. that, the, you know, I'm excited for the Super Bowl because I enjoy watching it with friends. I enjoy mm-hmm. watching the commercials. Mm-hmm. enjoy watching the Puppy Bowl. Yes. i so excited that those goddamn Marshawn Lynch sound bites are going to, like, cease to exist Bees for mode. a while after it. Beast mode. I'm thankful. There you go. Yeah.
1: Okay. I might as well just go ahead and throw it in the grill, you see? That's Marshawn Lynch. All right couple other things just to know about the Super Bowl. Here is what's going to be happening with the halftime show. It is Katy Perry who will be performing. She will be having a special guest, uh, Lenny Kravitz. But she said, uh, according to the reports, that's not the only special guest that's going to be there. She's got some other surprises. Also, according to this report, she's going to have live animals on stage. Live animals. According to this, this report, her ensemble will include animals. She said, "I'm the only person in Super Bowl history to bring a lion and sharks to the show. So supposedly, there's going to be lions and sharks." Okay, that's, that's weird. Um, she has done her research on the Super Bowl. She knows all about it. She knows knows the history. She studied other performances. According to these reports, you know, about her, a lot
0: of people are iffy on Katy Perry. I think Katy Perry's the kind of uh, performer that's born to do the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, oh, I mean absolutely. she is. I, mean,
0: I think she's going to be wonderful. I think what did she's you say about her? Quite attractive. Uh, oh, Greg's Greg, Greg's famous quote in an honest conversation. <laughs> turned to me and said, "Wow, that Katy Perry is a real hit machine."
1: She is. She's a hit machine. She makes hits. That's that's what she's put on earth to do. She makes hits. I'm not saying I buy her albums. I'm not I'm not into the music. But she makes. She I makes thought hits. you were
0: going to say that she was put on this earth because she is wonderful and something that rhymes with hits. Well.
1: You could make your own. It makes hits, nice tits. <laughs> she is nice to look at. Uh, so she will be performing for the halftime show. Also of note, YouTube is going to be having their own halftime show. YouTube is going to have a Super Bowl halftime show featuring this guy from this eating show. That I, I can't remember his name, to be honest. I'm sure a lot of people know who he is. He looks kind of like Joaquin Phoenix when he went crazy. I talked about this on another show yesterday. And so he's, he's doing the ha- YouTube halftime show. Where they're gonna have people jumping into—is it
0: like the it was aliens guy?
1: It was no, no. When Joaquin Phoenix went crazy, you know, with his beard and his glasses and his oh, okay, hoodie, that's what the guy looks like. So this guy is gonna be hosting a halftime show on YouTube, and on top of that, they're gonna have people jumping into vats of cheese.
0: Okay, so that's what you're gonna be
1: watching. Well, that's gonna be happening. So the thing is, you can have that and then also watch Katy Perry at the same time. So those are the different things that are gonna be going on. Um, moving on. In ball talk,
0: I can't believe that I just said the most crass thing today. You're supposed to say. I'm something letting gross you. Like I'm that. letting
1: you do that. That was just that was above and beyond, sir.
0: Oh my God! Stop it! I know that you were thinking it. All you talk about is Katy Perry's boobs. I swear. Whenever like Greg and his friends get together. Like they're just like, oh, I'm so excited for the halftime show. Do you think she's going to show her boobs? I don't, I don't I say she- that. Oh, do you think that there might be a? I think um, that there might I don't be a wardrobe malfunction. Will it be Nipplegate 2015? <laughs> burr, burr, burr.
1: I think it. I don't say it. That is one of the key things. All right, Sarah, here's what we got. I'm going to leave this up to you because this is, you know, we're we're rounding out here at the end of the week. I have been talking about, uh, as I always do, fans love to create songs about their favorite teams. The Super Bowl is the biggest time of year For fans to create their songs So Sarah, I'm going to give you two from each Two Seattle songs, two New England songs You're going to have to pick which ones are the best Alright, here we go This is a Seattle song
0: Some intense bass is she speaking English? Okay, all right. Okay, stop that. I swear I couldn't understand anything that they said. Song number had-
1: one. That was from a Franklin High student up in Seattle. Annunciate. Song number two, Sarah. It's called the New England Patriots Super Bowl song. It's from Anxious Ryan Hyde. Let's take Tom Brady back to the Super Bowl for the sixth time. One three already, and the dude still shines. New England is the craziest, and this week I'm rooting for the Patriots. Uh throwing bombs down the field that cannot stand. The fan base touchdown after touchdown. New England is the craziest. And this week I'm rooting for the Patriots.
0: Uh, Alright, that one's okay, it's just boring. Games I mean, it's not not a bad.
1: Okay. runs in the end zone. He's so of those two, which one's better? You oh, clearly stop it. just I'm said not- New England had the better song in that situation. I'm not saying anything. I think it was clear. All right, we got two more to round this out because this is the golden time of year. This is my my Super Bowl is leading up to it when people make their songs. This one's called Your... Actually, let me explain this. It's called Your Our Patriots. Of course, your is spelled Y-O-U-R. It's by Jeff C. You come on like a team, strong and lean, plays with lots of gods. You're our patriots. You win, but your drive is completely nuts. Oh, you're all wrapped up in the media. Oh, what a mess. Spygate now deflated, I guess. You're our patriots but you drive us completely Okay,
0: that's enough. That's enough. Oh, my God. Oh, God, that is terrible.
1: (laughs) That was Jeff C. Oh. All right, so so far you think that one was bad. I didn't think anything could be worse than that first one. Here comes this one. This was a... from a jam session at Shake and Go in Shoreline. It's a bunch of old men. Oh, and and there's an old lady in there, too, singing We Are Seattle Seahawks. We are Seattle Seahawks.
0: That's just adorable. That one.
1: All right, so you like that one?
0: Anything with some old people singing in a ukulele, I'm a sucker for it.
1: It is old people with ukuleles. That is exactly it. All right, Sarah. So so far, it looks like you had the Patriots winning one and the Seah- Seahawks winning one in the song battles. Should we have a tiebreaker? Nope. I wonder why I picked it like that. Sarah, go on the safe route with a pick'em. Should I say who's gonna win? That's up to you. I know who I think is going to win, and it's not who Well you're gonna just
0: give it away if you say it's not who you want to win. Well, maybe people don't know. Why don't you say you know who is gonna win, but you but it's not who you want. So you might be a secret patriots fan, or you might be a Seahawks fan. We don't know.
1: The winner of the 2015 Greg. Super Bowl will be... Greg! ...announced on Monday. That concludes this edition of <laughs> Ball Talk.
0: That was good. You got me. I know, because you pointing out, I don't care who you vote for, but she doesn't want you to get death threats.
1: Yeah, I know. Seriously, people, are, people, people take it a little bit too it, far.
0: They take it very seriously.
1: They do take it very seriously. I was um, basically accosted in a bar one time. This was... This was a couple years ago. I was in a bar and there was this guy who was like genuinely, like legitimately pissed off thinking that my predictions actually had powers and he, like he didn't get it as a joke. It was not a joke to him. He was pissed. I thought I was going to like get hit over this situation.
0: You really thought that bad?
1: Yeah. No, I really did. I thought he was going to hit me. Yeah. He was, he, this was a very drunk guy. Not, not a fan of uh, my predictions. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I don't actually have power. I hope to know that but no. Maybe
0: people think that you do. Well,
1: I do have power. Maybe I do. Yeah. Maybe I just that. You're just that not ready to, to
0: share it with the world yet. It's
1: true. Well, with all those songs that we just heard there, these are probably not ones you would want to get one of these of. but you could if you wanted. And that is a sonic sketch, set. Oh,
0: yes. Because you know, Valentine's Day is coming up oh, a little over two weeks.
1: It is true. Mm. And actually this is, you know, I talked about how the other day, like I wouldn't, you know, people always want like ridiculous presents. This is actually an honestly awesome present to get honest
0: and it's thoughtful and it's like let me tell you like when i got one of these when i got a sonic sketch for my sister and her husband for christmas Mm -hmm. my sister cried yeah and said it was one of the most thoughtful things that she's ever seen
1: yeah it's if you want to win this is what you get If you want to
0: win it is so thoughtful and so wonderful so
1: essentially here's what a sonic sketch is if you don't know and you can go to sonic sketches.com where you can see all of this it's they they will take your favorite song captured as a high-resolution audio wave, and then rendered as a carefully detailed full-contrast image. So essentially, they take whatever the song is, the audio, it could even be spoken word, and they will convert it into the visual wave file of what that looks like, which it's really incredible to see. And then they take that and put that into artwork, and there's two different kinds of artwork that they have now. They either have the three-panel set, where you get three panels on this really, really high-end paper, and it comes like that, and you place it as three different panels on your wall as artwork. Or you can get the new one, which is the aluminum. The one made out of aluminum where it's printed onto aluminum and it's like pops it's a out single from the single panel wall. of
0: aluminum. It's great. Yeah, it pops out right from the wall. We have one here. Yeah, we'll post studio. a picture
1: of ours on Which did
0: we ever talk about what ours is?
1: Yeah. So Sonic Sketches is an awesome sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. SonicSketches.com. So you can upload just really quick, you can upload whatever song you want, whatever piece of audio you want. They have cut you know, you can custom order anything. Greg. So say your favorite person has a favorite song. Mm-hmm. You can get that as a song,
0: for or it them. doesn't necessarily even have to be a song. Say, for example, that you mm-hmm. want to like get something for your wife or husband or significant other. Like, if you like have an audio recording of your wedding vows, yeah, you can get the. You can just send in the recording, and they will take the wedding vows, put them into a picture form, yeah, and you have the most thoughtful motherfucking gift that you could ever ever it, dream of. It
1: really is. It's a pretty. You want to win your
0: baby's heartbeat. Like anything. You can turn that into you something. Could do, you can turn anything. It's like basically anything that makes sound you can turn into something and make it a keepsake.
1: And the one that uh Sonic Sketches, you know, local company here out of Portland, but they will ship anywhere. You can use the code F E R for free shipping anywhere in the world. Because I know they've shipped them like to Australia, like all over the place. Uh, F-E-R. Use the code F-E-R for free shipping anywhere. You order by February 6th, you'll have it in time for Valentine's Day, too. Yep, but so, so order by February 6th. Order by February 6th to have it uh, by Valentine's Day. Now, here's the thing. The one they gave us, and this is so cool. Like This was just a surprise gift that Sonic Sketches gave us, and it's in our green room. You'll see it on our pictures. Like, from now on, whenever we take pictures in there, we'll post one on our, on our site today. They took the first... 20 seconds of our first episode of Fun Employment Radio. The
0: first words that we said. (laughs) The first
1: words we said and turned that into a sonic sketch and that's what you see in the background of our pictures from our green room. That's on the, the, the new aluminum style and uh, and that's that's what they gave us. It's really, really cool. So it's the first 20 seconds of our first show ever. Wow. That's turned know, into artwork. I know, it's so cool. It's really cool. It is really, really cool. And it just looks cool, too. It does make us look mm-hmm. pretty badass. And so, anyway, uh, I can't say enough about them. They're a great company. Sonicsketches.com. Go there. Go to the website. Check it out. Take a look. You'll. That's the best way to really understand. We can try to explain it, but go to sonicsketches.com. Use the code FER. Because you get free shipping, and then that lets them know, too, about uh, that you got awesome. them from us. Cool. So, very, very cool. All right,
0: Greg, well, you were talking about earlier in the show about how you uh, perhaps are going to put on a different kind of hat.
1: Yes. All right. I think we can do this. I think we can do this. We do need to be a little bit of uh, science in it. You know, not everybody's a sports fan. Of course, if you've heard the segment of Dr. Science here on Fun Employment Radio, this is a segment that's family-friendly. It's for for the kids. You know, a lot of people use this as a secondary way of teaching their children. Like enhancing their education, where they'll listen to Dr. Science, where Mm -hmm. Dr. Science comes in, puts on his science ad, and kind of dispels some of the untruths that you may have learned in uh, your teachings. You know, I'm not saying teachers are all wrong. I'm saying that maybe they have the bad information, too. And Dr. Science will set that straight. And with the big game coming up, I think we may need to to take some questions regarding the game and the science of football, Sarah. All right, like, what kind of
0: science are you talking about, like, a football in general? Are you talking about, like, who's going to
1: win? Uh, what people, what people want to know? No, not, not who's going to win necessarily, but I mean, mean, there might be a
0: scientific way to be able to figure out who's going to win.
1: Well, I can do that. Yes. I can crunch the numbers and figure that out. I can tell you who's going to win. I know who's going to win quite honestly. Okay. And I'm Dr. Science now. Yes.
0: I know who's going to win. I thought that Greg was supposed to leave the room and then Dr. Science would come in.
1: Yes! Dr. Science is here. Gotta put on your science hat. Now, before you exercise with science, here's one of the main things you gotta do. So, you can do this at home, you can do this wherever you are. First, you gotta do some stretches. You gotta uh, got stretch, put one arm back, then put the other arm back, kinda of twist I can't around. They don't even
0: look at you when you do that anymore.
1: Because what you're doing is you're loosening up the science juices in you, because they become, if you're not using them, they kinda of just coagulate there. So, you gotta kinda of move them around, swish them up, and get the science juices flowing. Right on up towards the top. Right on up towards the top. And uh, and you get that... You get that going. Oh, yeah, that's feeling good. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's working. You
0: look crazy right now. Your hat is sticking straight up like you're a garden
1: gnome. Mmm, yes, yes. Okay.
0: Is that on purpose, or is that just your science hat? That's the science hat. Okay.
1: All right. Let's go ahead... And get some questions, sir.
0: All right. So you don't want to predict the winner, or do you feel comfortable doing that?
1: Do you want me to predict? Is that one of the questions that people want?
0: Well, everybody wants to know what Doctor Science thinks, since he is completely not Greg Nibbler. And Greg Nibbler is the one that has the superpowers. I'm aware
1: of who he is, but (laughs) I've heard the name before. All right. You, Dr. Science.
0: Yeah! Ah! Scientifically speaking, who do you believe will win the Bolo de Super?
1: I didn't think I was actually going to ask that. All right. From a science standpoint, let's take a look at this.
0: From a scientific standpoint, someone who is not Greg Nibbler. He's, in fact, Dr. Science.
1: Well, we need to go with it this way. Yes! I'm sorry, Dr. Science is thinking about the question. It's a very important <laughs> question. Dr. Science was not expecting this question.
0: Dr. Science is being cut off guard. Dr.
1: Science is a little cut off guard. Dr. Science
0: has no preparation right. for this question.
1: Let's look at it this way. Here we go. We have two teams. Now, of course, we all know that football teams are named because of the characteristics of their players. Now, that just means that... The New England pa- players, the New England Patriots, mm-hmm. really love America. We all know that. They're, Fuck yeah. They like America a lot. They've got um, muskets. You know, they're they're musket enthusiasts. They probably all reenact things. And then on the other side, we have the Seahawks. Now, the Seahawks, a lot of people are like, what the hell is a Seahawk? That's not a real animal. Well, it's kind of a real animal, although nobody actually calls it a Seahawk. It's an osprey. That's what it, That's what a Seahawk is supposed to be. Is an osprey like a seagull? An osprey is uh, is kind of like a hawk. So okay. it, you can call it a seahawk, I guess. Nobody calls it a seahawk, but that's what they named their team. So they fly. They're birds of prey. They're wild. They're untamed. They hide a lot. They hide up in trees. Steal fish. They're fish eaters. So you have the seahawks going against the patriots. Now let's think about this. you got a group... You got a group of guys with muskets. This is science, uh-huh. and then you got a group of group of group of guys who can fly, and they're flying all over the place, and they're down and stealing fish from people. The key here is going to be this: the guys with the muskets, they can shoot down a seahawk if they see one. They can take it right out of the sky, but it's hard to do that because they can zip all around all over the place. <laughs> It's all science. It's metaphorical science, but it's nonetheless it's science.
0: Uh-huh.
1: The key to the game is going to be this.
0: Greg, I mean, Dr. Science is flailing around a bit. In Arizona,
1: there are no fish. There is no sea. There is nowhere for the Seahawks to land. Up in their trees, because there are no trees in Arizona.
0: And cactuses are prickly.
1: But that's going to drive them crazy. And that's the factor you can't can't put into play. So the Seahawks will be without fish. The Patriots will be without trees, because we all know Patriots hide in trees, and that's what they do. So it's going to be a battle to the end. And we'll have to see what happens and now. Uh, my prediction is this. If there's enough fish in Arizona that they can chuck uh, truck in, the Seahawks will win. If there's no fish, the Patriots will win. That's what it'll, that's what it will come down to. So it
0: to. could be either or it comes down to whether or not the the fish population increases or decreases. Yes, we'll say that. Okay, that's That's so great. No, that's it good. That was a good non answer.
1: Seahawk It's not really a thing That was wonderful <laughs> That was a stupid question Why'd you ask that question? I don't know But there was the science There was the science behind was it I, science I will stick to the it. science And that's the important thing Because that is how all teams are named mm-hmm. You know that
0: Of course Yeah Of course
1: Yep, that's, that's what they do Hey, before we take the off The jazz, they just like music a lot
0: <laughs> Before we take off you We know? do have a birthday that we need to get to
1: Oh, yes, we do. And we
0: would like to wish a very, very happy birthday to Tony. Tony. Now, Tony actually – oh, wait. Let me pull that real quick. Uh, Tony had a question actually okay. about his birthday, and there it is. So, okay. So here it is. It says, hey, Greg and Sarah. was hoping to get a birthday shout-out. My um, birthday is actually – it's going to be tomorrow. So he his wanted his birthday's to, tomorrow. His birthday's tomorrow. We don't have a show tomorrow, so he has some questions real quick. He says, "So his my, birthday's
1: on Saturday." It's
0: on Saturday. He said, "Since my birthday's on a Saturday, I can go ahead and have a party on both uh, both Friday and Saturday, and even into Sunday." Yes.
1: Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Can is he I, asking so about birthday
0: rules? So potentially, can I triple dip on some people who oh. will be at all three parties?
1: Oh, hold up, just a second. Let me pull this up here so I can fully ascertain what it is he's what it is he's trying to ask because that. What you just said sounds crazy. No, he
0: said. Now that I, I want to run this by to make sure that I understand the rules now, correctly. There
1: are birthday rules. We've talked about this for a long time. I will be writing the birthday rules. Actually, there's some things in the works there, uh, just so that you can actually follow this. It's very important that people follow the birthday rules. They apply to everyone. It's not just uh, not just you. It applies to me as well. So, explain what is what his question is to understand. All right, the it's not a rules.
0: question. It's more of a statement. He said that he he feels like he understands the birthday rules. So he says. Since my birthday falls on a Saturday, I can go ahead and have a party on both Friday and Saturday and even into Sunday. All those, who, all those who attend and buy me things on Friday will also have to get me things for Saturday if they go to that party as well. And on Sunday, since it's also Super Bowl Sunday, I can crash my uh, any Super Bowl party, let them know it's my birthday weekend, and then get free stuff from them as well. No!
1: Wait a minute! You have absolutely no understanding of the birthday rules, Tony. That is not how the birthday rules work. Here's how the birthday rules work. Now, since yours falls on a weekend, that's one of the sweet spots of the birthday rules. Here's how that works: Ew, your don't birthday say
0: sweet spot of the birthday rules. Ugh. You get
1: this. You get to choose tonight. You can have your party with all of your friends. You can't. You can do it on the Friday night beforehand if that works better for everyone. And it falls on that way. You can have your party tonight. That's great. Then your birthday's done. Now you can have a minor celebration with very close that family is not members. True. However. You've already celebrated your birthday. That doesn't mean you can drag everybody back out again tomorrow night in celebration of your birthday. No, you, you can choose one day or the other. And that's the really important thing. One day or the other, you get to celebrate your birthday. Now, since it does also fall on Super Bowl Sunday, perhaps you'll be seeing people that you don't normally see on the Super Bowl. If there are people who did not attend... Your party oh my on either god, the Friday Greg. or Saturday that you choose Then you may say Hey it's my birthday to those people However if other people are present you may not be bringing it up And make a big deal about it because you already celebrated your birthday And you cannot force somebody to Not not only double dip But triple dip as Tony is implying Triple dipping is completely off, off limits That could even result in the loss of a birthday The next year if you triple dip I'm just saying it's, it's, that's a major violation
0: Oh my god Tony happy birthday Happy
1: birthday Tony Happy birthday to you <laughs> Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you!
0: On damn, right?
1: you're ridiculous. That is how Tony it
0: works. celebrate all weekend.
1: Oh, one more question in the chat. Uh, Wilt, uh, Vicky wrote, "Wilton had to work last night, and then we drove to Glendening Beach. Can he celebrate tonight or tomorrow?" Yes, since he had to work last night and his birthday fell during a weekday, that's uh, that's unfortunate. Yes, he can celebrate tonight.
0: Well, that's but if he's celebrating so tonight,
1: uh, tomorrow that's a little bit too far out. One or the other.
0: You're obnoxious.
1: Send us an email, Radio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Sonic sketches. Go to sonicsketches.com. Use the code FER for free shipping.
0: Whew. Also, tomorrow on the network...
1: Yes, indeed. Chronicles of the Nerds. Chronicles of the Nerds. Chronicles of the Nerds at 1030... Right here on the Foot Radio Network, and that will be followed up, presumably, by Rip City Bad Boys. Yes. Rip City Bad Boys.
0: Why are you saying
1: everything all old-timey? I don't know, because I want to join the old bin. I know, it's true. Maybe I need to speak like that, like, hey, how's it going there, fellas? I think
0: you'd probably offend them.
1: Real sharp-looking yeah, out there. there. Hey, that's a sharp-looking jean jacket you got, I'll tell oh, you what. Oh. Where would I get me one of them fancy walking hats? Maybe I could speak like that to them?
0: Yeah, I think that would really work for yeah. you.
1: yeah. Okay.
0: I'm sure they would appreciate being made fun of.
1: A dog or a furry rat you're carrying around? Which one is it? Make fun of his dog and then he'll be kind of That's get even better. Yeah. <laughs> Real furry rat you're carrying, buddy. You Got a shovel out back. We can take care of that. All right. No, I won't do that. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. Jesus. We will be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. .com. Bye, everyone. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.